0: Thanks for listening. This is Brian Hurley from Business Performance Improvement. The podcast, Lean Six Sigma Bursts, are short lessons, comments, Q&A, and insights. If you have a question, send your question through the Anchor app, and we might feature you on a future episode. Or contact me at biz-pi.com. For this podcast, I go back to one of the articles I wrote um, from 2016 called 5S and the KonMari Method. So I thought I'd share that. I haven't covered that specifically and um, thought it would be a good topic for everyone. So back in late 2016, I was introduced to Marie Kondo and her methods called the KonMari Method for Home Organization. I listened to her book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, The Japanese Art of Decluttering and Organizing. As her popularity has increased with her new Netflix show, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, I was reminded of the book and remembered that I had taken some notes. My wife and I had been on a journey to reduce our living space from a three bedroom house in 2009 to a 400 square foot mobile home in 2016. At the time of this journey, I think I heard about her book on the minimalist podcast. As a lean practitioner, I was curious to see the connection between her methods and 5S workplace organization. Here are my notes based on her book not so much on the show, but there's obviously much similarity. For those new to 5S, it is a five step process for organizing a space, typically done in a work setting, but works the same at home. The steps are one, Siri, which is the sort process. Step two is Saitan, which is straighten or set. Step three is Say So, which is the shine or sweep step. Four is seiketsu, which is standardize, and step five is shitsuki, or sustain. I apologize for my Japanese translations there. First of all, the 5S steps don't require or discuss any prep work, but I always plan before I assist organizations with a larger 5S event. There should be a purpose to the organization effort. Typically, I walk through the area ask about the challenges and issues, make notes, talk to the people in the area, then establish some key focus areas that we want to make sure we accomplish during the Kaizen event or 5S event. I also try to do a spaghetti diagram of the major products and services in the area so I can identify how a new layout could reduce travel distance and time. In the KonMari method, she asked the people to decide on an ideal setup of their space that will spark joy and make them happier. In the show, she physically sits down on the floor and speaks to the living space to gain inspiration for the organization. I liken this to an ideal state exercise, which is common in most process improvement efforts. The first 5S stage is called sort, which is where we remove all the clutter and items that do not belong in the work area. In the KonMari method, there is a structure to which items in the house get reviewed first. Whereas in the workplace, We don't specify particular items or the order of items. In addition, there is no discussion on the emotional attachment to the item, whether it sparks joy or not. We simply ask if it belongs in the meet-at-work area or not. If not, it needs to be moved further away or removed completely, donated, sold, returned, recycled, etc. In the book and on her show, she starts with clothes. She puts all the clothes on the bed to show the magnitude of the issue. This is a good recommendation as we often go through area by area, but overlook the size of the problem. The visual size of the stack of clothes helps the person realize they have a problem. I think visualizing the problem is a great exercise that we can add to our program. After clothes, she recommends going to the kitchen, then garage, then books and papers, then miscellaneous items like dresses, sentimental items, treasures, heirlooms, photos, family hand-me-downs, etc. Since these are most difficult to decide upon, she leaves them for the end. To help with the decision-making process, she asks if this is an item that fits into our new future, or again, what we would call the ideal state. She also recommends not showing parents and family what they got rid of, as it will provide more guilt, and they will likely hold on to more things than they want in order to not hurt the feelings of their family members. All of this has been part of the sort step, Let's look at step two, straighten or set in order. After deciding what items to keep, she teaches them how to place things back in an organized way, including how to fold each item nicely. The common theme between her method and 5S is everything has its place and everything in its place. Instead of organizing based on frequency of use where the most commonly used items should be stored closest to the person, She suggests storing items based on how it can be put away, not by ease of retrieving the item. To make it easier to see items in a drawer, she suggests folding and storing items vertically when possible so you can see as many items as possible. She likes to use small boxes to organize drawers and shelves, not storage containers or dividers. Both in the show and in the book, the cleaning stage, step three, sweep, is not discussed very much. Although in the show, there is evidence of cleaning that has taken place when she returns to the home. Step four, standardize, is also not mentioned since most of her work involves a household, not a shared workspace where multiple people will need to use the space. Step five, sustain, isn't discussed either. The show has not shown any follow-up sessions to see if people are maintaining what they improved. That will be interesting to see how long the organization lasts without ongoing follow-up. What if not all five steps are used? Won't that lead to major problems? That might not be as big of a deal as you might think. Paul Akers uses the term 3S in his book, Two Second Lean, and doesn't focus on the sort or sustained steps. He describes how he learned about 3Sing with the following quote. The president and director of HAWKS, Mr. Emoto, shared with us what it was like in the dark days when their company was facing bankruptcy. His decision to build a lean culture was a last-ditch effort to save the company. Feeling overwhelmed by the 5Ss, he decided to implement just three, sweeping, sorting, and standardizing everything. This man truly had a gift for simplifying things. He understood that if you made things simple, there was a much greater chance of people understanding and implementing the ideas. 5Sing became 3Sing. So what are your thoughts? Do you see other differences or similarities with the KonMari method and 5S? And that's the end of the article. Um, hopefully you found that useful. As always, if you have questions or comments or like to hear other topics, let me know through the Anchor app. Or you can go to biz-pi.com and contact me directly. Thanks for listening. Lean6sigma definition.com has a list of glossary items about popular process improvement terms, along with the history of Lean and Six Sigma methods, and key influencers like Dr. Edward Stemming, Henry Ford, Taiichi Ono, Shigeo Shingo, and many more. You can also learn how to access affordable Lean and Six Sigma training and certification. Visit LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com.